What's up, guys? God bless. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening to, whatever part of the world you're at. I welcome you here to Hope Ministries as we continue our month-long series of One Proverb a Day. If I'm not mistaken, today we're on chapter 17, which means it's October 17th, which means... Yes, today is my birthday. Yes, amen. Thank you, Jesus, for another year of life. I am just waking up to beautiful fall New York weather, listening listening to some chill pop, about to read a word of God. I mean, my wife already gave me an amazing balloon. She put these beautiful post-its on the mirror this morning, got me an amazing breakfast this morning, and that's just here right now at 1022 in the morning. There's so much more to come, but honestly, guys, I want to take this time to say thank you to all of you who have been a part of this journey in making Hope Ministries nothing but a, but just words on a paper and a dream to reality and to exceeding all my expectations. Um, this series has been amazing to be a part of, but every single episode I recorded before this has been nothing short of a blessing. And again, if this podcast station has edified you, if it's helped you, or just simply, you know, something you like like to listen to, whatever the reason may be, again, I'm honored to be your host. I'm honored to be somebody who shares um, the heart of God in every single episode. So I love you guys. Thank you for all your love that you've already shown me um, during throughout the day. And um, I'm looking forward to celebrating all day. But of course, I want to make sure I get this podcast episode in. I don't want to end up doing this at 12 o'clock at night. So um, before my family comes over, before I go out to hang out with True Encounter and everybody else who the phone calls and the text messages and everything, I want to make sure we get this word of God in. Amen. Uh, also, I do want to give a special birthday shout out to my friend Jorney. Yes, his, today he also has his birthday and it's funny because we knew each other for about, about three years now. And I just found out recently that his birthday is the same as mine. So, Jorney, happy birthday, bro. Uh, hope you have an amazing day. God bless you. And I hope to see you soon, dude. That being said, let's get chapter 17 started, shall we? There are 28 verses in this chapter. So, I guess one of the shorter chapters, so to speak. And, um, yeah, guys, let's just get right into it. So, chapter 17, same thing. Contrast the upright and the wicked. Verse 1 says, Better is a dry morsel of, of served food, or food served, sorry, with quietness and peace, than a house full of feasting served with strife and contention. Yes, understand something. Sometimes our dreams are geared towards having everything, just having abundance of money, of food, of things, of tangible assets, so to speak. But what is it, what is it to have all these great things? But the house the foundation um the family structure the the dynamic is destroyed i mean how many people can buy an iphone tomorrow and have been a brand new mercedes tomorrow but there's quarreling amongst their brothers and sisters there's no communication amongst son and daughter or 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 mother and father or you know any kind of way in, in in the family dynamic right so it's saying here, better is just a dry morsel of food with quietness and peace. To have a peace, I mean, peace is everything, right? Then a house full of feasting, and there's food everywhere, but there's no connection. Verse 2 says, A wise servant will rule over the unworthy son who acts shamefully and brings disgrace to the family. And the worthy servant will share in the inheritance among the brothers. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. I love this. 
Um, and a verse in the King James Version it says that the crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold, but the Lord examines the, man, the heart of man. And understand something, it's just basically comparing the same way these things get refined, silver and gold, is the same way our heart gets refined. And it's through God. He measures it, He weighs it, He examines it, and He does accordingly. He cleanses where he has to cleanse. He purifies where he has to purify. He takes out, he puts in. And that's why it's, an ama it's amazing to have a relationship with God because he's ever, for, well, always looking on the interior and working from within us. Amen. Four says, an evildoer listens closely to wicked lips and a liar pays attention to destructive and malice tongue. Mm. Five, whoever mocks the poor taunts his maker, and he who rejoices at another's disaster will not go unpunished. Guys, I mean, as Christians, I want to address this verse here real quick, if you can highlight this for me, because I feel like sometimes when we see people struggle and they're doing things that we know they shouldn't do as Christians, um, we tend to celebrate their demise. We tend to celebrate their, like, for instance, you get news that like, oh, you know, so-and-so who, who's not walking with the Lord properly, quote-unquote, um, got a red light ticket, got a flat tire, and on top of that, his girlfriend left him, and you're just like, oh, well, that sucks. But inside your heart, you're like, well, he got what he deserved, you reap what you sow. And guys, be careful with that, because you shouldn't never be rejoicing at anybody's downfall or demise or struggle. That's never the heart of God. So just be careful when, when you hear news like that. If inside, maybe out in the ex the exterior and the external, you're, you know, remorseful. But make sure your motives aren't hidden and you're kind of happy about that. Because it will not go unpunished. Six, grandchildren are the crown of an aged man. And the glory of children is their fathers who live godly lives. Excellent speech does not benefit a fool who is spiritually blind, much less do lying lips benefit a prince. Hmm. A bribe is like a bright. A bribe is like a bright precious stone in the eyes of its owner. Whenever he turns, wherever he turns, he prospers. Hmm. Interesting. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love, but he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates intimate friends. Mm. Again, the whole thing we learned yesterday, we heard a couple times already in the past chapters, um, he who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. You know, obviously people are going to make mistakes, going to get offended, people are going to do quote-unquote dumb things, but you cover those. But he who, re he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates intimate friends. I mean, you ever had somebody who just, you know, maybe the, the issue was resolved, but they're just like, oh yes, this happened and this happened. They keep telling everybody this and eventually the Jones effect gets to everyone everyone, and it ends up just giving the, the, the person you're talking about gossiping about a bad rep. Don't do that. God's not like that. So stop trying to separate intimate friends and start this whole thing. Stop gossiping. 10. A reprimand goes deeper into one who has understanding and a teachable spirit than a hundred lashes into a fool. Whoa! Do me a favor, take out your highlighter or your iPhone or your iAndroid and just highlight 10. A reprimand goes deeper into one who has understanding and a teachable spirit. What does that mean to you? Think about that. When someone who's wise and ever is seeking and growing and coachable and teachable and you reprimand them, they understand and register that it's for their good. Amen. Then a hundred lashes into a fool. So what is that saying? A fool 
you can hit them a hundred times with something, but they just see that you're judgmental, that you're not for them, that you don't love them. How could you speak this way? So understand something. If you're an understanding person and you have a teachable spirit, that is so much greater than anything because you can have everything in the world be a fool and never receive or accept um, a reprimand or a correction. 11. A rebellious man seeks only evil. Therefore, a cruel messenger will be sent against him. Hmm. Let a man meet a ferocious bear robbed of her cubs rather than an angry, narcissistic fool in his folly. Oof, that's kind of crazy, right? It's better to find a bear who lost one of her cubs than a angry, narcissistic fool? Hmm. Must be really bad. 13. Whoever returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Don't ever return evil for good. I mean, don't return evil for anything. You know, even the word says now in the New Testament that don't uh, don't don't do evil for evil, but do good unto others, right? And here, if you're doing evil for good, oh man, that's evil that will stay in your house for quite some time. Fourteen. The beginning of strife is like letting out water, as from a small break in a dam. First it trickles and then it gushes. Therefore, abandon the quarrel before it breaks out and tempers explode. Fourteen is a proverb for literal everyday life. I think I found myself in a situation like this so many times in life. And what is it? I'm going to break it down. What it's saying is this. If something starts to, to, to build up, and you ever had that conversation with a friend and you start kind of feeling the tension in the conversation and the atmosphere is like, it's getting there, you can, you can cut it with a knife, so to speak, you know? And then the words are starting to change, the tone's starting to change, it's starting to become very argumentative, it's starting to become very defensive. You know, do yourself a favor, end it right there. Don't let tempers flare. Don't let arguments break out. Don't let, um, you know, all these things start coming up because then forget about it. Once the dam is broken, it's over with. Once the breach happens, you start talking about past offenses, start talking about weaknesses, start talking about insecurities. And guys, don't let them get to that point. Just, hey, you know what? I'm sorry for getting to this point. Let's just, I don't want to lose a friend. I don't want to lose someone close to me or lose trust in you. Forgive me, I forgive you. Let's just keep it moving. Amen. 15. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous are both repulsive to the Lord. You figure they're the same person, but you know, quite frankly, it could be two different people. There could be people who are just saying, you know, oh, well, you know, for instance, there's elect the election right now going on. Many people are trying to side with whatever candidate they want and they're basically telling, telling, you know, they can be justifying the wicked and they can be condemning the righteous in, in some way or form. Or even in a more simpler uh, example, you know, sometimes we're looking at people who do wicked things and we celebrate them. You know, celebrities and athletes and a lot of the famous people are, are people in that category. Um, and he who condemns the righteous. And you have people who are like, oh, this guy prays and goes to church and wants to seek Jesus. No, God is repulsed by that. So just make sure you're not calling evil good or good evil. How about that? <clears throat> um... Why is there money in the hand of a fool to buy wisdom when he has no common sense or even a heart for it? Hmm. Think about that one. There's money in your hand to buy wisdom. Do you think you're really going to buy wisdom when you have no common sense? You need a foundation of common sense in order to eventually get to the level of wisdom. Amen. <clears throat> 17. 
Look at that. Proverbs 17, 17 on October 17th. A lot of 17s happen in there. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Amen to that. One of my favorite verses. Highlight that. Write that one down. A friend loves at all times. Man, you got a friend, someone who's on your corner or in your corner? In your corner, right? Um, they love at all times and a brother is born for adversity. When you have someone close to you, they are there at the toughest moments of life. Amen to that. 18. A man lacking common sense gives a pledge and becomes a guarantor for the debt of another in the presence of his neighbor. Interesting. Don't do that. He who loves transgression loves strife and quarrelsome. And is quarrelsome. And he who proudly raises his gate seeks destruction because of his arrogant pride. Don't love transgression. Don't love to be quarrelsome. Don't love to be argumentative or someone who debates every single thing in life. No one likes that. I promise you. Even people who love to debate. Stop it. He who has a crooked mind finds no good, and he who is perverted in his language falls into evil. Man, that's one thing that I had to struggle with, was my language, was the curse words and everything in the beginning. I thank God, though, there was a moment where it was like a 180, where God really spoke to me, and I couldn't even say curse words anymore, because they're really tough. Um, although, when I do get extremely mad, they will slip out, and God's helping me with that. However, um, just be careful with the words in your mouth. Don't have a perverse tongue and have a crooked mind because no good comes of any of that. 21. He who becomes the parent of a fool who is spiritually blind does not does so to his sorrow. And the father of a fool who is spiritually blind has no joy. They really don't. You don't like talking about your son or daughter's ventures when they are just lacking any kind of common sense or wisdom or spiritual understanding it's tough man it's tough to have that and i know a lot of parents out there want to see their children in love with jesus but let me tell you something it starts with you at the home it starts with what you're doing every single day help your children if they're spiritually blind or spiritually idle or deaf help them get through that that whole thing because god does have a heart for them and wants to share his heart with them a happy heart is no is is good medicine and joyful mind i'm sorry let me read that again guys a happy heart is good medicine, and a joyful mind causes healing. But a broken spirit dries up the bones. Again, man, I've seen a, a lot of cheerfulness and happy people, but man, when that spirit is broken, dude, not even their favorite thing can get them out of that 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 you know emotional state. Twenty-three. A wicked man receives a bribe from the hidden pocket to pervert the ways of justice. Ooh, we. I'm sure a lot of people can. Uh, attest to this happening right now and in politics right again bribes all over do something that's going to basically affect the righteous and pervert the ways of justice god does not like that so if you're that person stop doing that give the money back give the bribe back it ain't worth it 24 skillful and godly wisdom is in the, is in the presence of a person of understanding and he recognizes it but the eyes of the thick-headed fool are on the ends of the earth a foolish son is, is a grief and an anguish to his father and bitterness to her who gave birth to him. Wow. Yeah, let's, let's, let's not be foolish children, guys. Let's really seek wisdom right now more than anything. I know you want to do all these things that these famous people are making you do and TikTok's making you do or Instagram. Be very careful about that and, and bring honor to your home. Uh, 26 says, It is also not good to find the righteous nor to strike the noble for their uprightness. Mm. Yeah, God's not about that life. He's not, He doesn't want to see you start putting these ridiculous tariffs and fines and, and all these things on the righteous simply because of who they are. 
and to strike a noble for being upright. I mean, guys, we already have or live in a society where ridiculousness is praised. You know, so do me a favor. Let's not slide into consistently judging or bringing a condemnation or whatever you want to call it on people who actually want to walk upright. If they want to praise Jesus and worship and not drink and not smoke and not have sex, don't come against them. Don't peer pressure them. Don't 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 tease them. Because, listen, you might be thinking you're doing some kind of righteous act, but you're not. And God is watching that. And trust me, he's infuriated by that. Um, last two verses, 27. He who has knowledge restrains and is careful with his words. And a man of understanding and wisdom has a cool spirit, self-control, and even temper. That's one thing the Holy Spirit has shown me, even though I am struggling with it because of my own issues. But... Um, there is a that, that cool spirit, that self-control, that even temper that he gives you, even when you see things that really, really annoy you. Trust me, he's there, man. He knows everything we're experiencing, and he helps us get through it. Last verse of chapter 17 is 28, which is even a callous, arrogant fool when he keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is regarded as sensible, prudent, discreet, and a, and a man of understanding. Think about that. You could be a, an arrogant person. You could be someone who thinks highly of themselves. But even when you find the moment to keep silent and not open your mouth and spread whatever you want to spread that's spewing from within you, you're considered wise. That's it's actually considered sensible, prudent, discreet. Actually, even to even to an, an extent, a man of understanding. So think about all that. It's, it's pretty impressive. Well, guys. That pretty much wraps up chapter 17 here on October 17th on my birthday. Um, man, I, it's been a pleasure to have been reading these chapters with you every single day. And uh, again, reading this on my birthday makes it that much more special. So I genuinely and truly love you guys so much. I hope that you received of this chapter and whatever you have received, make sure you're putting it into work. Make sure you're reading it over and over again, because I know God's speaking through his word as he always does. But that being said, guys, I'm about to sign off right now. I have a whole day ahead of me of celebration and just being thankful to God um, as I honor him here on my 32nd birthday. Love you guys. God bless you. I'll see you back here tomorrow again for chapter 18. Have a great day.